Hello, good morning. Happy Wednesday to the world. I'm really tired. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I've just, um, so Monday was President's Day and Tuesday was Mardi Gras. So this is the first day that we're streaming where uh, I'm multitasking a little bit because. That's fair. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, day, day job sort of interrupts at 8 a.m. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So we're going to be streaming for one hour today, guys. We're going to stream until 9 a.m. And then tonight at 9 p.m. Central. So 12 hours from when we end the stream, I will be streaming for the author sleepover stream. So then we will have sleepover party time and it'll be great. Um, I'm going to try. I mean, I'm not going to stay up direct straight until then because I'm so tired right now. So I think after this stream, my uh, my friend Lisa Daly, who's an author tuber, starts streaming at ten Central, eleven Eastern every Wednesday, and I want to be there for her stream because I have a lot of writing to get done today. So, my goal is when we end this stream at nine a.m. in an hour, I'm gonna nap for forty five minutes and then go on to her stream. I think that'll Solid be good. Strategy. Yeah. All right. I've let's heard see. Worse. <laughs> So I'm going to uh, say hi to people in the comments and then I'm going to, we can talk about like what we did this morning and all of that. Um, yeah. I think we've cool. established that uh, we both like waking up early and getting our workouts done immediately, but uh, 5 a.m. is probably a little too early. Dude, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. is rough. Yeah. That's the thing is like, yeah, we don't have kids. So yeah, I'm going to talk about how I've had to adjust this schedule because there's so many things that I don't need this much time to do <laughs> in this schedule. Uh, Joseph's here saying, sorry, I missed yesterday. Finally got the big snow and missed work. I shoveled and went back to bed. We'll use the snowblower at 3 a.m. The neighbors get their grass cut. Damn, dude. I'm, I'm glad you were able to stay home because the snow is rough. It's been a lot. The snow has been a lot. And I was just grateful. That was one thing I wrote in the gratitude journal this morning. I'm grateful it's double digits in the temperature all day. Dude, I'm pretty pumped about uh, starting this weekend. I think New Orleans gets back up to 60s. So I'm pretty pumped about that. To 60s? Oh, dude, I wonder what we're going to be. Because I'm having trouble. I One of the things I had to do this morning was email customers for Forever Home Friends because our post office isn't open. Like every time I go to the post office, the doors are just locked. Because it's like there's so much snow, so no, like the post office just isn't happening. And so I'm like, I have orders ready. Like I, all of the envelopes, like all of the solely book orders, I've been able to drop off in the mailbox. But if someone ordered a plushie, there's no box big enough other than the one at the post office to drop it into because of the package size. So now I'm like holding on to the packages. I hate this. Um, wait, what's it supposed to be this weekend in Chicago? Um, it's supposed to be good morning, Chicago. Ooh, by Sunday, it's supposed to get up to maybe 30 degrees at the absolute highest. So oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pumped about New Orleans. So today is another cold day. It's 32 currently. Um, I'm, I'm pumped because the condensation on our windows has been ridiculous with this, with this weather. Mm -hmm. Um, but let's see. So tomorrow it gets back up into the 40s. Friday it's in the mid 40s. Saturday it's in the 50s. Sunday it gets into the 60s, and then we're oh, back wow. in the 60s all next week with um. This and then we're in the 70s twice. Do you next guys week. have snow there right now? Uh no. Oh okay. Yeah, it's it's 16 degrees here today. We have ice. Y'all watching freezing. from outside no the U.S. This is all Fahrenheit degrees, so. 16 degrees Fahrenheit is negative something in the Celsius. I don't know. I can't convert it in my head. So, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with Ingrid. 32 is nothing. In the South, the, the the issue with the South has not been the temperature. It's been the fact that our infrastructure just is not built for right. anything that cold. People's houses aren't, like, built to be able to warm them enough. And like, for we don't places have that are getting snow, like, there's no resources. Plow services. Plow yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, at least here, it's like we're built for this. And while it's, like, a lot colder here, it's also, like, we're better prepared to handle it. Like, in Texas especially, I feel horrible for them. Oh, yeah. With Everywhere the electricity I've seen in Texas, yeah. And so many of them, like, they don't have electric, they, they don't have uh, gas. 
and uh, AC that runs on, or yeah, they don't have heating and AC that runs on gas. It all runs on electricity. So yeah. like their median temperature in their houses have dropped to like 40. Dude, yeah. No, I have no gas in my house either. My house is all, or my apartment is all electric. So that's why I'm like, when we lose power, dude, it's like, it's impossible, you know? So I'm glad that that's not happening here. But yeah, it's like, we don't have, we only have electric cooking. We only have electric heating and everything. And then, oh God, the worst thing I read was like how, um, because all the pipes are freezing, water, come the, like the what little water they can get is contaminated and then they can't cook because it's it's not gas it's electric uh so they can't boil the water to get the contaminants right. out either yeah it's yeah oh my it's god horrible. i feel so bad for them yeah if anyone here is from texas and you know of ways that people outside of texas can help let me know in the chat and i'd be happy to share any resources i've been trying to share things on twitter when possible but i'd be i want to see what we can do to get the word out of how to help people who are going through it right now I saw one earlier today that like had heating shelters all over Austin, Dallas. I can I can yeah. for that. Yeah, I think I saw a Twitter thread about that that I shared. Uh, but if there's any way to continue to get the word out there about that, that would be good. Amanda says, "Good morning. I'm in the office today, but no one else is here, so I get to watch and listen to whatever I want." Oh, that's a nice feeling. That's a good feeling. I'm glad you're here. Kitty says, OMG, I made it. I overslept on Monday, had a dental emergency on Tuesday, woke up at 7.30 today, got some work done, and now making coffee and watching the live. That is wonderful. I'm so sorry about your dental emergency, but I hope everything's better now. Cher said, got out of bed for this. I'm grateful to be what got you out of bed this morning, Cher. Karen says, good morning. I'm excited for this one. Just based on the title, I imagine the 5 a.m. thing is starting to wear on you both. Yeah, I'm glad oh, it's not just me because... This morning, I was like, there's no way I can wake up right now. Like, it, when it hit five, I was like, I can't be up. I can't. Why am I up? And I was like, I'm going to fall back asleep. What's going to happen? And then RK texted me and was like, five is too early. And I was like, okay, it's not just me. We're, we're, both, we're both feeling this right now. But it was kind of funny because both Aaron and my alarms went off simultaneously. So we both uh -huh. woke up. But Logan, like, shot up like a volcano because of just all. Oh, of, there was just so much funny. noise on both sides of him. Uh, but five five a.m. is too early. I mean, I understand why Rachel does it because she has kids and right. she wants to be on the offensive with her kids. The <laughs> but we we're don't we don't need to do that. Yeah, I think uh, after this week, we're like next week. Starting next week, we're definitely not going to continue to wake up at five a.m. I think we're going to wake up at probably seven. Yeah, I mean, um, at the very least, like I want to get my workout. I want to start my workout at seven. So, like, I, I think like six forty-five would be perfect. Yeah. I wake up in the first, I just I because I don't need ten minutes to make my coffee. So right. I just wake a lot up and of this immediately... stuff is like so. Yeah, for for me, like this morning. Yeah, because Rachel has like she has like an like an hour of workout time and an hour of get the kids to school time, and my getting the kids to school is walking Chewy. And this morning, because Chewy was willing to wake up with me, I was able to um, have my workout be taking Chewy to school. So for my workout, I did a run with Chewy throughout my neighborhood, which was my preferred type of working out. I prefer to spend it with Chewy. So that's what we did while I listened to the 10X rule by Grant Cardone. We oh, ran through the neighborhood and uh, there weren't a lot of people out and it was in the double digits. So it was like safe for him. And it was also like most of the snow, like yesterday I could not get out the door because the snow was up to my knees. Like the second I step out the front door. So like today though, the snow, it hadn't snowed much more since it had been shoveled and plowed yesterday. So we were able to run um, during a uh, down very narrow passes on every sidewalk and then jump over big snow pot piles everywhere else. So I had a good time running with Chewy this morning. Um, but because of that, it's like, first of all, I'm not going to, I, it's too cold to run with Chewy for a full hour. Um, so I had like, yeah, like I just, what she does in two hours, I do in like 45 minutes. So I had all this extra time, which was good because then I started, I made my to-do list. I got my email sent out. One is that I finally heard back from BookCon about getting my table fee refunded from the past two years of pandemic 
canceled BookCon events. So I'm finally getting that. So I was like, I'm going to deal with BookCon this morning. I'm also going to start, like, I'm working on an article about marching bands of the inauguration. So I started working on, you know, contacting sources for that. I reached out, like, customer service emails for, like, shipping delays and things like that. And um, I didn't get to reading the book that I was reading this morning because um, I was so tired. So I was like, I have some uh, a little bit before we stream. So I napped for 15 minutes. So that was my morning. How was your morning so far? So I was moving a little slower this morning. I still woke up at five. And, um, yeah. But I just sort of like just sat down yeah. and didn't do anything for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Just like letting myself wake up and I, I made my coffee and that was just sitting in front of me. Um, I finally took my pre-workout at like 545. So I didn't start my workout mm -hmm. until six. So I, I was 15 minutes behind schedule. Um, I was journaling again. I was having trouble thinking of what to do. So I started off with gratitude. I uh, just cause that's what Rachel always says. If you need to start with something. Um, yeah. And then I just thought, and then I just was writing like, I love getting my workout done first thing in the morning. That cliche, the first thing you should do in the morning is eat a frog. So you get it out of your way. I think that's, it's, it's, it's a cliche cause it's true. I've uh, never heard that before. That is the most disgusting cliche I've ever heard. Uh, I think, I think it was Twain who said it. I'll double check. But um, I like the, I like waking up before seven. Mm -hmm. I like getting my workout done before seven or at seven. Uh, cause I definitely feel like I'm ready to take on the day. But what I all really hate is, um, I'm most productive at night with mm -hmm. my personal projects yeah. and waking up at 5 a.m. is eating into that. So I was on a bit. Of, so it's not just the waking up at 5 a.m. part that you have to adjust to. It's how you act throughout the entire day. Because right. if you want to wake up at 5 a.m., for example, with writing, you better hope you get your writing done before 11 p.m. or else you're going to be up till midnight writing and then you have to wake up five hours later. <laughs> That's not, that's not ideal. Yeah, that's that was a mistake I made yesterday was that, well, first of all, I keep getting so exhausted throughout the day that I just cannot function. So yesterday, after I ate dinner, I took a nap for like two hours. And then I woke up and was like, okay, now I need to get the rest of my work done. So I got into making and editing this video that I want to put out on Friday. And I should have been like you and said, okay, maybe I should just stop and go to bed. But I didn't. I finished it all the way. And then it was, I fell asleep at like 1.30 this morning. So I did not get enough sleep, but I'm used to, yeah, just like working on stuff until it's done and then waking up when I need to. Like if I have a meeting, like I'll wake up for the meeting or if I have like a stream, like I'll wake up for the thing. I'm not used to waking up at five just because it's five. And so this is, this is uh, getting exhausted. I double checked it. It was here. a Twain quote. Is a Twain quote? Okay, yeah, yeah, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, it's a uh, it's first thing to do in the morning is eat a live frog because nothing throughout the rest of or because nothing else in your day will be worse than that. Um, Unless if the like this is the comparison though is like throughout the rest of the day maybe you'll be so nauseous from eating the live frog that you will not be able to get anything done. That's why I'm with this. The first thing I do is work out, but I'm so exhausted from waking up early and working out that the rest of my day sucks too. I mean, I, th I think it's safe to say that he was he was speaking metaphorically. I don't, I, I, oh, I don't know. okay. But no, see, the comparison works there too because. <laughs> um, but yeah. So as far as like taking away from Rachel, like I like the idea of journaling in the morning. Mm -hmm. I might replace that with meditation though, just because yeah. I feel like that clears my mind. Oh well, dude, mind. when we start, um, I think both Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins do meditation in the morning. It might just be Tony. Yeah, to Tony does it for Tony's meditation is like very it's, regimented. He's yeah, like, it's, it's yeah, because like I know it's like one minute of breathing, and then it's like three minutes of visualization, and three minutes of gratitude, and I, I think it's like ten minutes of meditation. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little scared lately. for Tony's morning routine. It's super regimented. It's super regimented, and like at least I'm at the point with Rachel's where I've started to like Monday. I did it exactly as she did it, and. That was like, I just had so much extra time and I felt so unproductive. But like yesterday, I felt pretty good because I adjusted what I needed for me. And then today I did that even more. Like with Tony's, it's like, 
there's no adjustment. Like you have to work out really hard for 15 minutes. You have to go in extreme heat and extreme cold. You have to meditate where everything is broken down by the minute. And, but I guess he doesn't wake up at five. He wakes up at seven. So we'll be fine. But he also with doesn't that, go to sleep until like. Four. <laughs> Do we have to wait until four? He might be lying. He might be lying. Because, <laughs> like, lying. I, I, I do feel like, and this is just uh, me shooting in the dark, I could be completely wrong, but especially with the self help gurus, um, perception is infinitely more important than reality. So perception of success is infinitely more important to them than actual success. So mm -hmm. with Tony, I think it's important for him to be to appear to be superhuman than to actually be mm. superhuman. Yeah, because part of me, like this morning, I was just like, "What? How are these people running businesses?" Because I've gotten less like business management stuff done this week, just based on how physically exhausted I am. So I'm like, "How does this help you?" So. <laughs> I do think, like I said before, there is an adjustment period where this is hypothetically, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they actually live by this. This is yeah. their standard routine. So they have fully adjusted to it. Whereas That's us true. doing it for a week is not necessarily a long enough sample size. Just like, I feel like we'll finally be adjusting to it fully by the end of the week, just in time to switch over to another guru. Cause as I said, uh, with my personal writing, it's like, I'm still writing late at night because I'm just so yeah. used to that. So I haven't adjusted my habits throughout the rest of the day to fit this schedule. Um, and she probably has done that. Uh, yeah. With Tony, he just does uh, probably everything at 100% all of the time and yeah. never tires because he's Tony Robbins. So th there's just I'm no also chance. wondering how many of the, like, I can't speculate and I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm just saying, I wonder how many of these people are also just doing a lot of cocaine and not saying it. Potentially well, we, all of them. Potentially. Um, we know Grant did. Grant Cardone did a lot of cocaine in the 80s. He, According to him, he stopped doing all drugs, including prescribed medications, which is uh, another issue. But he stopped all of that after he joined Scientology when he was... I don't remember how old, but so yeah, according to I him, he turned his life around at 25. Like that's when he stopped hanging out with, and that's when he like got out of rehab, I think. But again, like that's so typical grant. It, it, the thing with these gurus is just about all of their advice. As we say, it's based in cliche or it's based in, yeah. in what we're all very familiar with. And then they just completely warp it to a, this hyperbolized point where it's almost dangerous. Like grant Cardone's the, the cliche of take responsibility for everything in your life. Obviously, you know, like that, that's a little too far, but the, the, the general point still stands that if you take responsibility for where you are, uh, more often than not, you'll be able to find ways to escape from where you are, find a new place that you prefer. Yeah, that, that's fine advice. Grant yeah. Cardone perverts it to every single thing that possibly happens in your life is your fault. This morning, I w while I was running with Chewy, I was listening to the chapter where he was talking about how what like oh he was talking he, his the chapter was about don't compete dominate like other businesses aren't your competition they're there for you to dominate and if you're only competing then you're not good enough so he does this whole chapter about that there's some great quotes in this including if you're not penetrating you can't dominate which is just a great quote i think um and then he had a, a whole section where he talked about how when he's driving in the morning, he always speeds way above the speed limit so that he can be way ahead of everyone else and other people will be always behind him trying to catch up to him because he dominates the road. Yeah, like I said. Like, he, dude, he he's just, just like, he ruins. takes everything way too far. You, you give him a good piece of advice and he'll find a way to make it, to, to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, so you're saying don't compete, dominate. It's so like, okay, here's an example. He's talking about, you know, Google dominates the search engine market because people think of Google and you're like, okay, okay. You know, talk about some ways for brand recognition and things like that so that you're the first thing people think of. Okay, I'm on the same page. And then he takes it all the way where it's like, I even drive faster than everyone else. I do everything 10 times as much as everyone else. One time I got a complaint on my email list that I was sending out too many emails. So I told my staff that they had to send out 10 times more emails because if people complained about my emails more, they'd talk about me more. And I'm just like, which have is you not, gotten, have I gotten where? Have you gotten to the part where he talks about how, he, like, 
a client complained about how aggressive his salesman was. And he then like, he, he then spoke down to the client and was like, I'm not going to apologize for my sales team being hungry. I'm going to compliment them and they should harass more clients. And then he says in the book, and you know what? We ended up signing him because he appreciates that we go above and beyond. It's like, no, this is like, not Rick good said, girl stop apologizing <laughs> like you you don't want to harass potential clients into submission oh yeah <laughs> that's his whole thing is he harasses people into submission and treats it as success it's the same thing with like his marriage where he's all like you know i i thought like some people might think that if you fall in love with somebody and they have no interest in you you should give up on them but i realized that i just needed to treat my wife like a sales deal that i needed to close and <clears throat> y'all we'll have a great time talking about grant cardona we're getting we're gonna do grant cardona next week tony yeah. robbins has to be the final boss should, should we get back to rachel probably just, yeah let's yeah. let's i'm gonna uh check some comments and then we can get back to talking about what we did for rachel this morning uh t-cell girl says you guys have been helping me get up early all week this is awesome thank you i'm so glad i w the one thing i know for sure that i want to keep from what we've been doing this week is streaming at 8 a.m. I think that this has been really motivating for me uh, to get myself moving in the morning and also to like having all of you guys to talk to has been like making every day feel exciting. Well, also you're, what, I mean, it might not be your primary, your primary branding right now is YouTube. So it makes sense to allocate yeah. the most, like more time resources that you're freeing up to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Kat is here. Hello, Kat. Glad you made it. Ingrid says, I'm in Minnesota and I'm glad the temperature's above zero. Yeah, dude, same. That's how I've been feeling in Chicago. I had a banana peanut butter smoothie today. Early as finished task. Just go places since I couldn't function if I'd had to get up so early three days in a row. Yeah, today, today's I'm feeling the struggle the most. Um, yeah. Oh, I think I saw Joe. He said uh, something along the lines of, uh, "It takes a month to adjust to a new shift." Which, yeah, I, I think, I, I think yeah. our little appetizer of of gurus, like we're not actually going to necessarily see, we're not going to ever be able to fully adapt to what their schedules do and maybe find the true benefits of it. But we're doing enough to tell people, I guess, what it's like and and how we can adapt it to our own lives, or or at least the very least, like the the best things to adapt with. So you don't have yeah. to go 100% and follow them. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what are the good things we want to take from each one? And what are the things we want to publicly make fun of for the views? Like what I'll say and about that's the, the balance Hollis, we want to strike. Yeah, absolutely. Like what I'll say about the Rachel Hollis thing is I instead we're not taking our kids to school, but I'm reading nonfiction every morning right now. And that's yeah. certainly a nice. It, it gets too. my yeah. brain. It, yeah, it gets my brain moving. Or my mind. I going. mean, Grant Cardone's not really nonfiction, but I'm I'm reading things that I'm going to review on my channel in the morning, so that gets me thinking about topics I want to discuss with people who are going to watch the videos. So that's good. Um, Emily Larray says, "I was excited to wake up to 11 degrees in Oklahoma this morning. Yesterday was the negative for the lot of the day. The shower pipes have been frozen for three days. Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Joseph also says Alanda, Alanda from the channel, the recovering Hunbot, because she's in Texas, right? Is she? I'll I'll check in on her. Do you know if she's like? Has she like lost power? Is she doing okay? Either way, I'll I'll send her a message later today. Telzy B says good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Amanda, if you don't have kids, because I think yeah, the reason that Rachel wakes up at five specifically is she wants to get up an hour before her kids have to get up for school so that she can work on things for an hour before she has to start to get the kids to school process. So she's kind of running on not just her company schedule, but also her kids schedule. So if you don't have kids, it's like, starts to feel like what's the point of it being this early, you know? Yeah. I think it, what the adaptive schedule is it's a wait, wake up an hour or a little more than an hour before your first commitment exactly yeah wake up before your first commitment just go places i got kids still not getting up at five maybe that's why i'm not successful i think you can be successful with kids without waking up at five. Oh, for Absolutely. every yeah for, for every early bird that found success waking up early i guarantee you can find a night owl who found success sleeping in and working late into the night yeah i think to an extent it's all about like the volume of work you're doing for the most part doesn't matter what times of day you do it at yeah, and I guess what Amanda's saying is a lot of people, you wake up at that early time so that you can get stuff done before a nine to five as well. 
Karen says, honestly, I would get up at five if it meant I'd have personal time, Just, but this kid just senses if anyone's awake, so I may as well sleep in. That is a fair point. Maybe uh, you should like rub wine on his gums so he sleeps in a little later. Is that a thing? No, don't actually do that. I was just quoting uh, Meet the, what was it? Meet the Fockers. Uh, oh, when, yeah. when, when Ben Stiller is wa watching this baby and his, his mom is just like, oh, come on, I rub whiskey on his gums while he's teething so he passes out. <laughs> Oh, my God. oh, Katie. Okay, I didn't see Alanda's community post. Alanda from the channel Recovering Hanbot apparently has lost power in Texas. Okay, I need to reach out to her. I hope that she, she's uh, going to be okay. That sounds really hard. AMP says, at 5 a.m., I'm getting ready to sleep. That's, an, I mean, after this stream, I'm going to nap for 45 minutes, and man, am I looking forward to that nap. I'm trying, like, my problem is I need to nap in between when I have hard commitments because otherwise I get way too invested in the nap. I go into like hard REM sleep and I, there's no waking me up. I become a rock. I've napped the past two days too. Um, yeah. Nothing too long. But, um, I've definitely napped like the past two days because we're waking up so early and I don't know if I like it or not. I mean, I think I do like the idea of breaking up sleep into more smaller segments. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about it yet. I do like napping. I've always liked napping, but sometimes I nap for too long and then I lose too much of my work day and it becomes a problem. So that's why I'm looking forward to like after this, I'm going to nap for 45 minutes because I want to be on my friend's stream at 10. So if I miss that, I will feel really bad. Aw, Panda says, I'm loving the series so I can wake up and listen to some fun and funny people first thing in the morning. Oh, thank you. You're too kind, Aw, Panda. My mom thinks that we're funny together. She was texting me after the stream she caught yesterday and was like, that stream was so good. You guys are so funny together. Oh, Dolores. Can't wait to read Cancel Sean Boston. Oh, Dolores. I gotta unzip this. I'm so hot in here right now. We were cranking the Yeah, heat. I finally, I, I had the space heater on, so I'm going to turn that down because I'm getting warm now, too. I'm flapping my wings. Anne-Marie says, my an old manager of mine used to have that Twain quote pinned on her board. <laughs> Dude. Earl from Pluto is here. Hello. Ravara is here. Good morning. Amber Craft is here. Good morning, Amber. Glad you made it. Guys, I've been sort of... Ever since I've been I've been following your channel, and then uh, YouTube sees what I'm watching, and they recommend more channels. So like I'm watching, you know, obviously Antibot, uh, yeah. Coffeezilla, things like that. Uh, the, the, this allure of even giving the benefit of the doubt to some self help gurus of like, man, at least you you know you were on your grind and you built a successful business for yourself. Even that allure is gone. I, I got It feels like mm -hmm. there's nothing easier than selling fake success and motivation to people because so many brands online have been built around oh, yeah. just interest quotes and repurp and, and repackaging. Uh, it's 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 kind of pathetic because like mm -hmm. I, I I know if I did not have a conscience, I could very easily do the exact same thing, make money and just feel horrible about myself. And then maybe join that teal seal and, and want to hit the reset button uh, just because I, I, I would lose my con. <laughs> like, but yeah, that's the, I, yeah, it's a lot of these business coaching type of things. They just stress me out. Like when I'm trying to run a business, I get more stressed out by the constant stream of vague advice because it just makes me feel like, I, why can't I figure out this piece of advice? There's so many more things I must need to learn that I don't know. And it just gets me really stressed. Like, I really feel like selling success to people online is, is the new selling to bat. Like, I, I don't think there's yeah. anything more addictive than it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's just the repackaging of how people sold shovels in the gold rush. And how and many people are like selling courses on how to sell shovels to people who want to dig for gold. So it's like another whole level to it, you know? And how many of them are just getting the same addict, like this, I'm going to say the same addicts who yeah. found failure with one guru. And then their ad is just based around, no, you don't want to trust those gurus. They lie. Trust me. I'm telling you the truth Buy my course. Right. It's like, if you watch the Tony Robbins documentary, there's this whole section where he meets this girl from the children of God cult who had escaped the cult at, when she was young. And she 
wanted Tony's advice so bad that she sold all her furniture to be able to go to his conference. So it's like you literally just joined a new cult, like with another crazy leader. It's it's sad, and like I said, uh, ever, ever since now falling down this rabbit hole, I went from at least having like this semblance of success of man, you, at least you got to like work hard and really put yourself out there. To you're, you're not even doing shit. It's 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 lack it's lack of conscience and go on autopilot. Um. All right. I see. I'm where I need to. I, I have comments to address, but I have to pee really bad, so I'll be right back. All right. I'll talk through it. How's everyone doing? Welcome back to my filibuster. I. Just got an alert. Shopify's price is down 6.72%. I think it's overvalued anyway. It, don't, this is not investment advice. I just realized what I was saying right there. Don't take that investment advice and go with it. Just was getting an alert. I got to read the news. Uh, did you all see that COVID cases have been going down with the with, with the rollout of the vaccine? I saw, I, I was reading on Yahoo Finance this morning that while it looks like we still have a long road ahead of us, at least the initial signs of this vaccine rollout have been promising. Um, that's a, I don't want to talk about that because that's specific security. Bill Gates says underestimating Elon Musk, not a good idea. Co-founder praised Tesla Inc's and CEO's Elon Musk's contributions on mitigating. Come on, load. And while this is loading, I'll just say that 5 a.m. wake-ups are not fun. While mitigating, where did it go? Climate change in a New York Times company podcast. Oh, I don't listen to that pod. Do anyone here listen to like any of those news podcasts? Do you have any recommendations? I, I like the, what is it, the, the Get Up, the the NPR one. I'm a, I'm a fan of that one. Um, I have a couple others that I listen to. I, I obviously have the Yahoo Finance Daily one, uh, the Day FT Newsing. I, I listen to Pods of America sometimes. I don't know. It's, it hasn't really been doing it for me. Uh, obviously, the Persuasion Pitch. Have a good day. Obviously, the Persuasion Pitch by SMUA. Oh, you're back. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Welcome back. I was, I, was, I was filibustering. I love it. I love it. Um, so, Abidiab, is that how you pronounce it? Says, your body adapts. Also, going to sleep early helps. I go to sleep at 9 p.m. and get up at 4 for work. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. If I had started going to bed earlier, the problem is, like, because my body hasn't adapted, it's like, I wake up at 5 and I'm too tired. I'm partway through the day, so I fall asleep, and then I can't fall asleep until, like, 2 a.m., and then I wake up at 5 again. I guess I would need a lot of time to fully adjust. Um... So, but we're not doing this long enough to fully adjust to any of them. That might be part of the problem, but I think after this week, we can just wake up at seven for all of them. Unless yeah. Tom Brady wants us to wake up at like three or something. I think his is six. I mean, honestly, I was... oh, we can wake up at six for Tom Brady. I'll wake up at six for fucking Tom Brady. Well, yeah, we're we're going to follow the gurus, but I mean, I think yeah. I, someone said, do, are we going to have a, um, a morning routine when this is all over? And I can say, that as, as far as that's concerned, the first thing you got to do to have a morning routine is wake up. And I, I can probably pretty confidently say for me, I'm, I'm looking at like 645 as my sweet spot. Yeah. Because that gives me 15 minutes to sort of like wake up, have coffee, have pre-workout and start my workout at seven. Yeah. I think that, yeah, when we're done with this, we should have a discussion about like what our future morning work routines are going to look like in the future. Now that we're like, not, although we, we did talk about, we're also going to do fictional character business gurus, but we might do that for one week where it's like on one day we follow this one because none of them are detailed because they're fictional characters. One um, of the signs of a true self-help guru that they say is you have to be an expert in something. And mm -hmm. I think it'd be hilarious if we were experts in morning routines. <laughs> especially because like well i like that we're doing this because i i don't i've never had a morning routine before because i've always like i've always worked so many random jobs that i've always just kind of like adapted my morning routine to whatever i needed to do for that and then when i would like i would sleep until i wasn't allowed to sleep anymore and you know so it's like to have something and see how having a morning routine that i can take the best parts of each one and leave behind the worst parts of each one, how that might work. So yeah, when we're done with this, we will talk in detail about what we think our future morning routines will look like and do an update maybe and write a book called Girl, Wash Your Brain. Yes, I love, I love the idea of Girl, Wash Your Brain. If you got to wash your armpits, you got to wash your brain. That's right. 
See, I'm nervous about this Mary and Pippin meal plan, Vara, because I know that even if we just do it for a week as a joke, we're both going to get addicted to tobacco. For which one are you worried the, about? The Mary and Pippin meal plan. The, I the don't hob- know what that is. They're hobbits from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Uh, they love to smoke, drink, and eat all the time. And That sounds like a great one. That one's going to be fun. I want to do that one. Yeah, I just don't want to get addicted. Like, we're just going to, it's like, okay, wake up, smoke a pipe. <laughs> Eat your I mean, I've, I've successfully never gotten addicted to tobacco, so I feel like... <laughs> I don't want to risk it. No, I mean, I, I, I used to smoke a lot, but I've never gotten addicted to tobacco, so I think maybe I'm just going to be okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, the only thing I get addicted to, I, I get addicted to work. I get addicted to, um, yeah, mostly just working. That's the only thing I get addicted to. Maybe I'll just do like a toothpick. I'll I'll have a toothpick that replaces <laughs> tobacco, so I like I can just say, okay, I'm, I'm like from from nine to ten a.m. oral fixation. Toothpick. That's a good idea. Yeah, chew on something. Maybe chew on something. Gum. Amber says I only sleep four to five hours a night and have for years. So Tony may sleep very little. About I don't know about three hours, but also sleeping only four to five hours a night sounds really rough. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I like I before this was sleeping about 10 hours a night. Like I sleep a lot. I know that that's like not cool as a business guru. Like as a business owner, people think it's cool when you sleep very little and are like, but I do work pretty much all the time. I'm not sleeping, but I sleep a lot. I'm always very tired. I used to just wake up at 8 AM every day, uh, no matter when I went to sleep. And Uh that was sort of my routine. Um, So I would have some days where I had like four hours of sleep and some days where I had like 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cheyenne's here. Good morning, Cheyenne. And Ava's here too. And Ava is still in bed. Dark painted ruse is talking about Grant Cardone's reckless driving. Yes. Grant Cardone is a reckless human. So I, I am not surprised. Every part of him is reckless. Uh, to do the world of scummy marketing. I have stories that I can't tell. Why? Cause of NDAs, dude, I wish you could tell them. Can you can you Morse code them? Morse code them, not Morse. Morse code. Them. I wanted someone to treat me like a business deal. Being treated like a business deal is my love language. It's it's certainly a kink to some. <laughs> I'm a deal for you to close. That's got to be like Grant's favorite pickup line. Can you imagine Grant on Tinder? <laughs> Let me close you as a sales deal, baby. That would That's be a fun skit for you he to do. He calls everyone man and baby pretty frequently in his books. Like he, that's why I think he dictates. He's like, "Come on, man, you got to do this, man. Uh, competition is competition is beautiful, baby. Dominate the market, baby. Like he just constantly talks like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> we, we we might even we, we might even be giving him too much credit when we say dictate. I mean, <laughs> I, like, I don't know if yeah. I'm I'm taking I've been having taking some screenshots of what I'm listening to on Audible because I want to remember rough timestamps of where some of the funniest things are in this book. So maybe we'll play little clips of it because that I love that he reads them in his voice, even though reads is maybe not. Maybe that's too much credit. I think he makes it up as he goes. I love that he has manic episodes in his voice. <laughs> I just, I well, I just like, I, I'm going to do a video soon that's re- reviewing the Ben Shapiro book I read as an edgy teenager in high school. And I can't, like, I don't have the book anymore and I can't find it at any used bookstore. So I downloaded it on Audible and Ben doesn't even read it. I was like. Oh, that's rude. His voice right? is I, His voice is, like, I was looking forward to Ben's voice, like, yelling at me and, and talking all the liberal media is taking over. And because the liberal media is taking over, that's why you see gay couples on Friends. There was a gay couple on Friends one time. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the liberal media in action. Right? Like, I was I was ready for that. I was ready for that. But now I have to listen to some guy read it who's not Ben Shapiro. Oh God, I would hate if Grant Cardone had a professional uh, voice actor narrating his books. Right? They would probably, like, read it normal and, like, take out all the vocal fillers and... <laughs> you can't read that book normally, though. And, like, that's the, like, the entire charm is how crazy it is. I wonder what it would be like to read a Grant Cardone book in a physical book. I've only ever listened to him on Audible. I feel, like, would the sentences look normal or would they just be how he talks? I'm not sure. So I think he's so... print. I think if you're familiar with him before you buy his book, which most people are, I assume. I wasn't. That's why I was so shocked. So you would be this rare exception where if you read (laughs) his book before, 
uh, before knowing who he was and you actually read it and I listened to the audiobook, you wouldn't know how to take it. I think most people right. who, who know him and then get his book, they have no choice but to hear his uh, his voice in their head as they're reading along. <laughs> right. So yeah, well I actually I I got I was just looking for business books on Audible and I saw Be Obsessed or Be Average and I was like, Which is oh, a good title. That's a good title. I like this message. Let's download this and listen to it. And then the first thing I hear is Grant Cardone being like, this book is dedicated to my wife. I had a tremendous, tremendous pain trying to trying to find her for 13 months. She had no interest in me, but I, I relentlessly pursued her. And he's just going on for two minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this book? Who is this man? And then the rest is history, guys. We did it. We Satat. I don't know how to say your name, but I'm glad that you made it. We did it again. We said we were going to uh, stick off Grant Cardone and get back to Rachel Hollis. And we've been I know it's we're, I we're already it's, ready to transition to Grant Cardone next week. Is Rachel boring? Is, is that her? Yes. Pro, like, do you think she's gotten boring? Is that is that? I, I think that's yes. it. She, she, I don't like neither of us are her are her target mark, demographic. Yeah. I guess Cause you're not, not. You're, you're not a mom. Yeah. I think you have to be a working parent to be a working parent who wants to run a business. I think that's her only target demographic. If you don't have kids like cause Grant Cardone has kids, but like he never even talks about them. He claims he's an attentive father, but I don't believe him. He, he, hey, he puts up <laughs> Instagram posts to prove that he knows who they are. <laughs> Harley Nicole Plan says, good morning. I start work at eight and I love watching your live streams while I should be working. I'm also in Chicago and the snow sucks. First of all, I love meeting other Chicago people on the streams. I'm so glad that I have a Chicago neighbor in you and that you're able to watch while you're working. And Joseph just lost power. I'm sorry, oh, Joseph. I'm sorry, Joseph. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, Jess MUA says, I'm here doing things while it's playing. I'm glad you made it, Jess. Everyone listen to Persuasion Pitch, Jess's podcast. It's fantastic. Oh, dude, I would love it if going, I, I see a Ben Shapiro comment coming up in the future. I would love it if there was a series called Ben Shapiro Ruins Your Favorite Left Wing uh, Propaganda and he just reads like everyone's favorite left lean what he describes as left leaning or, or leftist propaganda fiction. And so he has to narrate those books. <laughs> And some people just start associating Ben with like, like can Dude, you imagine? Ben Shapiro have a morning routine. I want to follow Ben Shapiro's morning routine. I doubt he has one though. Uh, wake up, make an eighteen-year-old college freshman cry. Go on air. <laughs> um, no, like, what's your what's your favorite um what's your favorite LGBT romance? Like, I, I want I want Ben narrating all of my those. favorite LGBT romance. Uh, oh, he should he should narrate one that I wrote. I should get yeah. Ben to narrate. What if he narrates nineties uh, kids? Dude, oh no, dude. I yeah, I I want to have Ben. No, dude, Ben should narrate Savvy Business Owner. <laughs> I, I I would. I love just it. say, wait, let me. I think there's some some stuff in here that where did I put the book? Just it would be so funny to hear Ben Shapiro reading. Oh, here it is. Just like the one where I talk about starting an LLC, I feel like Ben Shapiro would do a great job reading this. I was drunk on bourbon sitting on a toilet in the back of a bar when Chicago, in Chicago when it hit me. I really need to register an LLC. I came back from the bathroom, slid back into our booth at the bar and announced, I'm going to register an LLC. The next morning, my hungover ass didn't even bother changing out of my pajamas before I walked into the bank to set up a business account. So like, I just, I want to hear Ben Shapiro narrate that. That would be great. I would, I think he would kill it. I also yeah. think he should narrate Chuck Tingle. Bench. Oh, yes. Pounded in the butt by my own butt by Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> he would make so much money. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Amanda says, yeah, they, they probably all take naps and just don't mention it. That's probably true. I'm glad that I'm not the only one taking naps. Although Susie naps says, I hate napping. I always feel much worse. I feel worse when I wake up from the nap, but then an hour later, I feel way better than I did when I was so tired and couldn't get stuff done. You could just rip fan and just take a nap. Cher thinks we're a great team. Oh, Cher, you're a great team. Thanks, Cher. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, I'm so behind on comments. What? 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 Hope Brown is here. Hey, Hope. J. 
Jess says, I remember when your channel had like a thousand subs. Uh, <laughs> dude, RK was here when I started a channel. I, when I started a channel, he had 200 subscribers and I was so jealous of him because I was like, how do you even get to 200 subscribers? That is such a huge hurdle to overcome. How do you even get there? Feet picks um, on OnlyFans. Feet picks on OnlyFans. <laughs> um, my channel has completely stopped growing though. It hasn't grown in like two months. I, it's been stuck at 12.2 thousand subscribers for months. It will not budge. I don't know what's going on, but Maybe I need to, I mean, I feel like I am trying a lot of new types of content in addition to the stuff I normally make, but I don't know. Maybe I'm streaming too much and people are getting sick of me. Could be that. I mean, like, I could make a joke or I could do real talk. My joke would be feet pics and OnlyFans. <laughs> my, my real talk is I, you're, you're pretty strict with your schedule, which is good. It's just, it, it generates consistent growth because you know what's coming. Whereas... No, I, I mean, don't have consistent growth. My growth is completely stopped. Well, what I was going to say is like, I mean, I saw people in the anti-MLM community blow up with the Kimberlea drama because they made like four videos on it. That's true. I am oh, I am addressing some anti-MLM drama on my channel this Friday. It's about, well, a lot of us have seen a video making the rounds where a, a, a man has made a video saying that the anti-MLM movement is misogynistic, which is not true. Um we're actually pretty much the opposite, but I made a video <laughs> destroying him with facts and logic like Ben Shapiro would. And I think Benny would be proud of how much facts and logic I used. So that's coming on Friday. I set it up this morning as a premiere. That was another thing I did while I was, I started multitasking. Like while I was journaling, I'd be like, Oh, let me set up my video premiere. Oh, let me respond to the Patreon messages. Oh, let me do this real quick. So yeah. Uh, I destroyed him with facts and logic. Uh, uh, Chilla, right? That's how you say it. We also just might not be mean enough. I mean, I, I might I feel, not be mean enough. I think, yeah, I maybe I, I need to be meaner. And and I mean, I'm not I'm not taking away from people who do that, but I just think I think people do like um, anger. It, like not people. Obviously, your audience doesn't like it. They're drawn to you. I just I just think there are a lot of people who go on YouTube looking for anger um, and just wanting to see someone tear into yeah. a specific uh, like guru or course or or scammer. That's the thing. I think I'm too nice for like dramatic YouTube, but I'm I'm too obnoxious for author tube because author tube guru gossip talks about how people unsubscribe from me because I'm too loud and I'm too obnoxious and I yell too much and they don't like it. Which is fine. No one has to like me. But yeah. Um so Chilla says good morning or afternoon. It's half past three PM here in Central Europe and I'm here having breakfast. Online college doesn't support my sleep cycle. Oof, I'm sorry. Um Susie says, just joining in here, 2.30 p.m., so having a break from small business work, tax return. Oh, dude, I have to finish my taxes. Thank you for the reminder. I have to do my taxes. That sucks. Um, Nadia Sharp says, at least shovels might have been useful, unlike the advice given by these business coaches. At first, I thought you mentioned shovels for the snow, but you meant gold rush shovels because that's how far behind I am on these comments. I uh, love context. <laughs> Oh, there's the Marion Pippin meal plan. Girl wash your brain t-shirt. I guess because I have the girl wash your ass t-shirt, but a lot of people say that they worry about wearing it in public. So I'll make a girl wash your brain t-shirt too. It's also, that's like completely you. I know girl wash your ass had that uh, sort of influence from Tariq Nasheed's song, yeah, it was wash your ass. <laughs> that's what it was, yeah. Oh God, Tariq Nasheed, what a, what a dude. What uh, what an what individual. A, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. We have so many comments. Someone asked if I had a Discord. Where was that? Um, oh, a revar oh, we should, yeah. Okay, yes, we should do a Chicago meetup. I agree. The first time I did, like the time I did anything close to that. It was when I was a very small creator and it was when I was hosting my in-person happy holidays party for forever home friends. And it was, it was fun. Cause I got to meet some people, but like, it was very small because I, not that many people knew about me yet. Uh, Rivara says, do, Oh yeah. So I have a, I have a Patreon discord. I might make a, general discord at some point i'm still like trying to get in the habit of keeping up better with discord so i have a patreon one right now so that it's smaller and i can keep up with it easier um but i will probably create a, a full discord at some point uh 
I could, oh, Katie's saying I could wake and bake. Oh yeah, the other night I was, there's a dispensary that's, once it's not this cold, it's within walking distance that I might go to and pick up some weed. And then I can say that because that's legal here. That's beautiful. T-Saw Girl says, I lived in Chicago 2012 to 2013. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love the city. So Hope says, I don't know, Rachel's a bit of a train wreck at the moment. It's an interesting watch. The way she talks to Jack during Rach talk is disgusting. Oh, yeah. So I think so. She's been hosting. Who's Jack? Jack Her is son? like. Her. no well i think she also has a son named jack so at first when i watched this i thought it was her son she was being rude to but no her producer like her video producer is also named jack so when she's um she she's been doing this uh monday morning video series called rage talk where it's kind of like a podcast also kind of like a motivational monday show and jack is the guy behind the camera and it's like i think it's like a running joke that she like teases him but it's kind of weird because she he never responds. He's just quiet. So it's kind of like I feel like I feel like it's meant to be a joke, but it doesn't really land. So I don't know what to make of it. I also haven't really been watching the episodes, um, but maybe I will have to. Her, I mean, the, the, so I, I see on her Instagram now where the rage talks are, and that does well with views. Um, but her just general posts have not been performing well. I mean, for someone with yeah. close to two million followers. She has a post from February 9th that doesn't even have 9,000 likes. I know yeah. it's not all about the likes and all about the comments, but when you're in her profession, it is all about the likes and all about the, it's all about the engagement. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, it's because I think she's doing too much brand shifting right now where. Wait, she pissed off her Trump crowd and she pissed off her MLM crowd. She pissed off both those crowds and she pissed off the crowd of people who were there for like the the wholesome family values content That's when right. she got divorced. She, so she kind of alienated a lot of different fan bases all within a couple months. So I'm not really surprised that her brand is struggling right now. It's it's going to be interesting to see how she recovers because I could see logic being in like working in both favors. I can see for one, if she wants to rebrand, it's best to like eliminate all brands that you want to get rid of at the same time, bottom out and then regrow. And then I can also see how a gradual shift would have been better too. So it's going to be interesting to see how she does it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think a rebrand could be good for her because it would be nice to see, like, I, I think she's a good writer and she's got a lot of talents and it would be nice to see her move away from the self-help space and do something more worthwhile. So she should publish part, like another party girl series. Dude. I, yeah. Party girl. I love party girl. <laughs> If she writes another Party Girl series, I'll be here for it. Um, Samantha Cannon is here saying, Slam Dunk the Funk. Indeed, Slam Dunk the Funk. I, oh, dude, that's bringing back memories of the movie Smart House. Oh, good movie choice. Good, good, good Disney Smart Channel movie. House. I always Mashari. wanted one of those like cleaning things where you can just throw everything on the floor and it cleans. Oh, dude, I missed, I missed the super sticker. Hope, thank you so much for the super sticker. Oh, my God, thank you so much. Um, oh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. So I've been, I've been, I made a TikTok. I'm trying to figure it out. I have a few videos posted on TikTok. I'm still learning the app. All right. Trying. Oh, Andrew's here. Andrew says, so does this mean she's a professional clout chaser? Am I debating him? No, he turned me down. I don't think she's a professional clout chaser because I think she is clout. Mm. Um, because she she's not she doesn't suck up to other people. From what I've gathered, like she she built her brand now, and she's lost a lot of that brand now, but like she she was sort of a staple in 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 that self help world. It's the same way I don't think Tony Robbins is a clout chaser. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I I wouldn't say she's a clout chaser, which which is why I think the engagement's hurting her so much because she can't just like jump onto like the the. T uh, I'm totally blanking on the word. Yeah. <laughs> the tales of another uh of of another influencer. So Louise says wow, I'm on the train there. home right now and I just remembered you're live. We'll have to watch the beginning later. I'm glad you were able to make it. Um so a couple couple comments I want to address real quick. Kat Benson asks, Are you debating that guy? There's two guys, right? There's Scott, who I can say publicly because he publicly outed himself in my comments. So there's Scott, the one who's been getting into fights with women in this community. Um, I am going to be debating him. We 
he's actually been very open and receptive and I appreciate that a lot about him. So we are going to be doing that. We were originally planning to do it yesterday evening, but he lost power in Texas. So we're postponing that potentially to next week. Um, don't know the exact date or time yet right now. It's scheduled for next week, but we're kind of working through it right now. So um, he's kind of dealing with a lot. Uh, then the other person, if you're talking about the guy who made the video about is the anti MLM movement misogynistic, that dude. Um, no, I was, I'm, I reached out to him. He's open to it in the future, but doesn't want to do it right now because he doesn't have a solidified like pro MLM stance. Um, I'm actually going to address that in the video I put up on Friday. So I just made a response video and said, since we're not going to do it right now, but we might in the future, we don't have it scheduled though. Um, my mom's here saying Lola in the house. Hey, Lola. <laughs> and Jess says, Savvy, I didn't think that was you in the brown wig. Are you talking about Ivy? When I wear the brown wig to be Ivy, is that what you mean? I think I'm going to do um, the one of the next, I'm going to film videos tomorrow. I want to do another classically Abby response. So I'm going to do the straight aunt from the fifties look again, although it's going to be harder to do with purple hair. So I got to figure that part out still. I could always order another wig. I have faith in you. All right. So guys, we only have a couple minutes left. I feel like we need to go over further what we actually did today for this. Um, so I journaled guys. Here's the journal. I wrote things I'm grateful for. My gratitude today, the top one, I wrote in all caps, the space heater. Very grateful for the space heater. Then the second one I wrote was how cute I look in this beanie. I think I do look pretty cute in this beanie. So that was number two. Then I wrote my Patreon supporters because at the time I was on Patreon um, responding to messages. I was multitask. I don't think you're supposed to multitask while journaling, but I was because the one thing I hate about this routine is how little multitasking there is. You're supposed to like focus on one thing. For, I just can't do it. And then I said that the weather's in double digits all day today and that I get to take a long walk with Chewy, which I did do. And then I said, feeling productive at least sometimes and feeling at least a little motivated. Those are the things I'm grateful for right now. And then I wrote a to-do list of all the like emails I had to send and reach outs I had to do. And then my main goals for the rest of the day, which my main goal for the rest of the day is to finish the first full draft of the Savvy Business Owner Workbook. I'm almost there. And that's going to be my goal on the writing stream that's happening an hour from now on my friend Lisa's channel. And it's going to be my goal on tonight's sleepover stream on my channel is to get that workbook done. So that's what I did. How about you? How was your morning routine? Well, I was a little behind schedule. I mean, I woke up on time, but it just took me a little while to like wake up, wake up, had my coffee and I journaled while I did that. Wrote down mm -hmm. things I'm, I'm grateful for. It included a shower fluff. I finally got one of those because I was Ooh. having trouble getting like my upper back with a washcloth. I was just like slapping myself, like self coagulation, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> like, one, like one of the monks during the, uh, <laughs> during the plague, only I was trying to do it with soap and water. So I finally got one of those. Um, I'm incredibly grateful for that because I just feel so clean. Um, <laughs> my my goals for the day: I'm trying to edit three chapters of the 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 solo book. I just finished the rough draft for a couple days ago. Nice. Um, nice. I also realized that that advice of for for me personally, that advice of you should wait a little while to edit a book after you finish the rough draft, that doesn't work for me. I prefer editing it immediately after. Uh, in yeah. the past, when I've waited, I've lost all momentum, and I've also sort of like lost sort of the the soul of the story. When yeah. I edit immediately after, I'm still so familiar with the characters, the plot and the world. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm able to hit the ground running a little bit more successfully. So I'm enjoying that. I did yoga for my workout today. I did 45 minutes of that. And um, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to, to, to sleep an extra hour starting next week. Yes. Um, this morning I didn't do the green smoothie. I am going to probably do the green smoothie again tomorrow because I want to have drank the gross green smoothie at least a couple times to have got the full experience. I didn't drink it this morning because I didn't feel like I needed protein powder. Like I went on a, a not that intensive a run with Chewy and I was like, I don't, I want to drink protein powder if I'm lifting weights. I don't want to drink protein powder just for going on a jog with my dog. Um, so I didn't drink the gross smoothie. And because I was also, when I came in from my walk with Chewy, I was really hungry, but I was hungry in like a... I want to eat food and not drink food kind of way. So I mixed my, I mixed some yogurt with some granola and I ate that. And that was more fulfilling than a gross smoothie was. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm also, I wrote down one last thing too. I forgot about I was, I'm incredibly grateful for the Weight Watchers two ingredient pizza. I'm sure Kat Benson is familiar with it. It's delicious. It's fantastic. I recommend it to anyone who wants pizza. 
Oh, I might need to try a two ingredient pizza. I remember you talking about that. That sounds kind of good. Yeah. And with that, I got to go, but it's all right. Greek. It's non-fat Greek yogurt and self-rising flour yeast, self-rising flour. Okay. Awesome. Well, I will see you again tomorrow morning and we'll be back here. Same time, same place. Take care, everyone. Check out Great Squares music. Who, who watches the watchers off of Comp, uh, Compton Effect, Compton Scattering? Blech. It's a great song. Um, cool. So yeah, I'll be wrapping up the stream now. RK had to go to like do day job stuff. Um, but I'm going to wrap up this stream now. It's a little bit of a shorter one today because we're both really exhausted. So I hope tomorrow we're going to be able to bring back a little more of the high energy. The past two days, I feel like our streams were high energy and got everyone motivated. Hope we can do that again tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow we're going to continue the morning routine. Then Friday's stream is going to be a longer one and it's going to be really fun because we are not only going to be wrapping up the week, discussing what went well, what we want to change and all of that. But we will also be having a book discussion about Girl Stop Apologizing. So because we've both read it. So we're going to be having a book discussion. And I think that's how we're going to try to end off every week. I think we're going to try to end off every business guru's routine with a discussion of one of their one or more of their books. So like Grant Cardone, we we, we both read be obsessed or be average and the 10x rule and we both dnf to be obsessed or be average because it's just impossible to get through but we will be discussing grant cardone's books and you know the pros and cons and that kind of thing so but this friday will be rachel hollis's book discussion so um and then we're also for tony robbins week we're reading money master the game by tony robbins so we will have uh i don't know i don't think i'll finish it by then because it's like 650 pages long it's way too long but uh we're gonna have a discussion of his book as well so um i'm gonna head off now guys if you want to see more of me today i will be on my friend lisa daly it's her name is like author and writing coach lisa daly on youtube i'm gonna be on her stream in an hour at 10 central 11 eastern so an hour from now i'm gonna take a nap before that but i'm gonna be on her stream then writing and then tonight if you want to come back to my channel for more stuff tonight at 9 p.m central time 10 p.m eastern time uh so 12 hours from right now i'm going to be running the sleepover stream that i run every wednesday night so if you want to come by for the sleepover stream and get some writing done with me or some any kind of work done with me tonight for a chill hangout um come by then and we'll have a great time but for other than that, um, I will see you guys again, hopefully tonight at the sleepover stream. And then again, tomorrow morning, same time, same place right here. While we're going to make it, we're almost there. We're going to make it through the first week of this. In the meantime, y'all don't forget to support small businesses. Have a great Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. We've got this. Bye.